0: I'm pressing call because we might as well just get on with this. It's, yeah. a, it's a podcast of sorts. We, we've decided, haven't we, um, that we're going to do a podcast.
1: You, would, you were just about to read out the uh, draft form. I
0: was. I was just about to read the draft. Look, before we do that, though, who are you?
1: Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, Paul.
0: Yes, and I'm Kai. Actually,
1: I was, I was thinking about that. Yeah. If this really takes off, I don't really want to be known as a, my, my proper name. Because if we get involved in Shall some kind of... you Pablo? That's perfect. Okay, Pablo.
0: I'm here with Pablo. It sounds a bit wanky, doesn't it?
1: People have called me Pablo periodically. Have they? Yeah, just
0: as a... Is that uh, during your um, your wayward years?
1: Occasionally people... If you're called Paul, occasionally people will call you Pablo. Okay. Like if you're Peter, you'll get called Pedro or whatever. Paolo. Paolo, that's another one.
0: I mean I'm called Kai. Some people call me Kia.
1: I get that quite a lot, and I don't know if it's a typo or just ignorance. It's because oh, you when know. you look when you look at Kai written down, it's the same letters as Kia.
0: Well it is, yeah. And yeah. there's only
1: three letters. So at really? a glance it does look like but I
0: it. don't know if it's a typo or whether they've just not read the well, fact.
1: Well you know how to spell your own name, right? I do, but yeah. there's other people talking about. Oh, I There's only three three letters in it.
0: Even Microsoft auto corrects me. Say that can't be your name. Three letters. Well, I didn't want
1: to use my main name. It just took off, and we got involved in some kind of um uh, uh, controversy.
0: Let's introduce ourselves properly, Paul uh, Pablo. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to remain anonymous just in case it's shit. That's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I just um, don't want to get sacked from my day job for anything to do it.
0: <laughs> right. This is a new thing, right? It's, it's going to be a podcast. Let's read this, right, the concept. This is this is Paul's concept, a draft format. Go on, Paul.
1: Two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, we have joined together with a joint aim of banging on about the UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town.
0: Very nicely read. Now, Now you've read it out loud... How do you feel that went? <laughs>
1: so I, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a starting point, and that's what you need to get going.
0: You did everything, <laughs> uh, yes. The greatest journeys start with one small step.
1: And also, before I actually met you, I, um, you put on a gig here, and I didn't know. Oh, and, and I, yeah, that definitely was sort of rival territory. I was yes. like, who the does this
0: before we met? Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I, I was messaging people. Do you know who this? Is. yeah 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 so rewind back to about eight years ago and there was a, a, a rather successful little gig in a sleepy a rather sleepy town in norfolk the town of Loddon, and it was at a place called the mill arts and it was run by a wonderful guy called andy walters did you ever go to it i, n- I never went to
1: it. No. oh wow you missed it i and thought it looked like a hippie commune or something from the outside
0: does it yeah you're right uh, or like a cult
1: like an english way cult I mean, I noticed round about the same time they had stopped doing gigs there. So I started, at that time, getting really strong ideas about putting something on. Oh. To, to the point I was eyeing up the, the job where we were about to go for a pint. Oh, yeah, or, watch yeah. the football in a bit. But I was eyeing that up thinking, oh, I can probably fit 250 people in there, get the right act down and all the rest yes. of it. And yes, yes, you and probably then, could. And then the next minute, I was thinking, well, they got 120 every month for 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 some line up by another company and then I thought well yeah you can yeah. probably do a bit better than that um, and, and then, uh, I, I, then I, remember,
0: I remember getting an email from you saying oh what's this because um, I announced a gig eventually I got to the White Horse in Chedgrave where Simon welcomed me in and said yeah let's do some comedy um, and then I had an email from you when I announced it, going, um, you know there's a gig on it, the, the Mill Arts, so don't you? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, no, there isn't. Yes, there definitely is. There's a one at the Mill Arts. Oh, no, he's not doing it anymore. Yes, he is. No, he's not. <laughs> I think you'll find he is. Are you sure? <laughs> and it went like that for a bit. I was were-
1: <laughs> absolutely livid. <laughs> Honestly, it really was. But It's funny, though. <laughs> do, do, do you not find that... I mean, I find if, if somebody sort of treads on my toes a little bit, and I have to sort of... Um, Give myself a slap around the face because it becomes not enjoyable when it does happen, and it does periodically. When somebody sort of treads on your toes, I get this visceral kind of feeling. Well, yeah. it I mean, it's not you know, it's a I,
0: rising red mist. Yeah,
1: it absolutely is. And the, th- <laughs> and the thing is, we ain't going to get rich being comedy promoters unless we completely do something, yeah. scale it up to to biofacts for about forty or fifty yeah, or something like think- that. So, and and it's it's it's, uh, it's definitely a. a um, a, a labour of love.
0: So, yeah, that's, that's a little bit of how we first got uh, onto each other's radars, isn't it?
1: Did, uh, is that bit the introduction? Um, it says, here, reiterate format for listening. Let's not do that. Are, you, really, kick, you,
0: know, are you reading the thing you sent me? Yeah, 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 No, well, let's reiterate the format. You know, we are a couple of promoters chatting, and eventually we will talk to comedians, yeah, other yeah. promoters. Uh, we'll talk about local bits and pieces. I mean, who knows?
1: Well, because I'm reasonably organised... <laughs> I'm going to go on to the next bit.
0: Yeah, go on. <laughs> What's that?
1: Uh, comedy rumours. I literally haven't oh. thought of anything. Oh. So on, on this next bit... That's a tough one. Well, hold on. Let me read it out for the listener. Yeah. Both Kai and Paul each present a comedy rumour or bit of gossip from the, the comedy scene, which may be true or might be made up. The listener <laughs> can decide. You decide.
0: decide. Yeah. Okay. Look, I, I, Rumours!
1: So, I rec- what, the, the reason why I put it like Rumors. that is that like you, you could literally just make something up and then also, you don't have to edit it out because you could just say, ah, well, I made it
0: up. Oh, yes, I've got one. Which might or might not be true. <laughs> <coughs> Go on. Oh,
1: no. You do it self-editing, aren't you? That's what you're going I'm say. doing
0: self-editing now because I'm not going to name any names about who said what to who, but um, there's a... a Oh, no. Well, it, it's definitely true what I've heard then, isn't
1: it? It is. It, well, here's one. It's not quite a rumour. Oh, I suppose it is. It's a bit of hearsay. I'd I, I, I quite like to get my head around it. Um, there, there, is a, uh, there is a comedy agency, which is really, really big, and I've heard a rumour that with their big acts, they booked them out knowing full well that there's going to be a high percentage chance that they probably won't be around to perform the gig. And they do this routinely, knowing that that's the case. And I've heard this several times. So
0: far, I've been lucky-ish. Are you using that agency to book forthcoming gigs? I am, which is why I'm quite concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, you should be concerned.
1: I mean, I I was thinking this through, Kai. I think with the level of what you're dealing with, and what you're offering for a night's work. if And bear in mind, with the nature of comedy, an act has to gig to remain match fit, and that's what they've got to do. So you put in a bid to get the act at a certain level, they're happy to do it, they need to keep match fit, but to be realistic, if they then get uh, an offer to be on the bake-off, for argument's sake, they're obviously going to take it and you can't be that churlish and go, well, there you go. But where that does knack you is if they're headlining for you and people have bought tickets on the strength of it. So it's just, I I wish they'd be up front about it.
0: But I think that's the nature of the acts that you book. They are likely to attract an audience that are fans of their work or have seen them on telly or done... Yeah, uh, people just
1: want to turn up and have a go-up at the person they've seen on telly, don't
0: they? Well, yeah, Yeah. and and you will get probably 75% of your audience might make that demographic. But my crowd is slightly different in that, actually, I could probably put a comedy night on without announcing all these names um, because... Um, with with the greatest respect to the acts, you know, a lot of the audiences in this area are just coming for a comedy night that they've heard about rather yeah, yeah. than the names. Although I have brought acts back time and time again, um, and they have built up a little bit of a fan base here, which is lovely. That also benefits um, the night. But, um, I, saw,
1: I, saw, I saw Noel, the same guy who was trying to throw vodka down his neck last time I saw him when he was here followed him around and like wanted to be his new mate again and chucked the old vodka down his neck again,
0: which I thought was quite sweet. Well, he was trying to invite us back. That's a funny story, actually. They were trying to invite us back to their house after the gig uh, last week, and Noel really wasn't up for it. I was kind of up for it for a bit and then I realised he wasn't so then I said well let's at least go back in and just say cheerio so we went back in to say cheerio and they were going yeah come back come back and then I said to Noel do you want a drink and he was like no I don't want a drink I just want to go and then we got in the car and I made the mistake of saying that could have been a lot of fun pussy boy <laughs> and he hit the roof he was like I'm not <laughs> well, I won't repeat what he said but he was not a happy chappy yeah. and, and he even repeat and- it
1: and do the accent
0: and he was, even- <laughs> he was even stood you know I was ready to, to bring him back to mind because that's what he was saying and he goes well I'll walk home then if that's, <laughs> that's how you're going to be <laughs> and I'm like what you're going to walk back to my house <laughs> it was brilliant anyway he calmed down because I just didn't rise to it I was just but I wasn't I, I had to stop taking the piss. But, you know...
1: Well, I, I, I sort of... The night before, I think it was the night before, when he was gigging in Chedgrave for you, I, I bumped into him at the bar, and we had a good conversation, really, about sort of promoter and act relationships. I, I had a couple of beers, and I, and I approached it in a way which uh, wasn't homophobic, but to the casual listener, they might have thought I was being homophobic, but I wasn't. I was being... Playful, but I was when he said he was staying at your house, and I knew he was. Um, I, I suggested that certain acts shouldn't perhaps take place, and, and I shouldn't discourage these things. But I did it in a jokey kind of way, not to sort of make a you know. Everyone's free to do what they want. and uh, uh, <laughs> but anyway, I can keep myself in a the corner there, aren't I? <laughs> are,
0: <yeah>. what's, <laughs> safe, what's our safe word? <laughs> so uh, so uh, yeah, uh,
1: but, uh, so we had this conversation where, where, where um, I acknowledged that I maybe had crossed a bit of a line, but I did it with a bit of a sort of... I'd like to think a bit of a glint in my eye. And he was looking at me as if to say, I don't quite know what to make of this. So I then moved the conversation over as if to say uh um sometimes when I, when I meet acts you may because you're a promoter and you're the guy you're sort of paying I'm not always aware that you have a or, uh you to them you're a figure of authority and that doesn't come naturally to me because not with acts because I, the good thing about booking acts I think they back me up on this guy. Is that when you're booking that you, if you're bu- booking somebody that you really like and admire, you're almost like playing f- uh, fantasy football, but fan- fan- fantasy comedy, if you like. So yeah. you're actually booking acts that you that you really really like, and that's a real. You get a real buzz out of that. So when these acts turn up and you meet them and. On the one hand, you are, to them, I think, a bit of an authority figure. At the very least, the bloke is going to pay them. So they're going to mind their P's and Q's a bit because you're the guy that's going to pay them. But to you, (laughs) those guys are the the comedy guy, and you're probably more familiar with their personality because, as a living, they put their personality on Mm. show. So you... Automatically assume a familiarity which they haven't bought into yet, mm-hmm. so that can be a little bit of a contradiction. I've had that a few times. I've had a, a, I've had acts, some, some high profile acts that I've met. I've assumed a familiarity, and they looked at me back and thought, "Is this twat?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And and and, it, and it's easy yeah, to jump yeah, into yeah. it. So I was trying to explain that to um, uh, uh, to Noel when I said, "Don't." And Were you n- suggesting that we don't bum? That's exactly what I was <laughs> suggesting. <laughs>
0: Okay. how does he go yeah well we didn't <laughs> however hard I tried <laughs> we didn't no yeah you're absolutely right I think I've a lot of the acts that stay at my place I'm, I've got the I'm fortunate enough to have enough space here that they they can stay and, and not feel like you know they're they're just on a mattress in the living room when the and that that to me is really valuable time that i've learned a lot about a lot of comedians who i've admired for a long time and booked a lot uh frequently but never had that time and that to me is uh yeah that's a really privileged place to be because they they, they're really interesting people they're all so different and they all think they're normal
1: Uh, i mean here's a clue if your profession is standing up in front of a room full of strangers trying to make them laugh and
0: driving—that's the other yeah, part of the yeah, job. Yeah, driving yeah. and standing up. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: I, 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 I either being massively the centre of attention or being completely lonely. Yeah. And no bits in. You're not going to be normal, are you? Let's face it.
0: No, but I've—I've I've got to know a few acts that I've been booking for years um, in the last year, and it's been a—it's been a real pleasure. Um, Kerry Marks was an absolute joy to have.
1: I've not met. I've not met. Just him yet, a so.
0: lovely, lovely man. Um, and, you know, just interesting, funny. You, you you need
1: to get over that hump though, don't you? Because, the, I mean, I guess what I was alluding to a moment ago is that sort of... Well, if you're not into comedy, the the the, the thing that it can be a bit like, I imagine, for the acts, is that dynamic where you're... If you have to go for a drink with your boss, so <laughs> yeah. you, you don't quite chill out. You know what I mean? And, and with, with comedians, I've seen it before. They 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 feel as though they have to perform.
0: Yeah, I think I think when when acts come here, if they don't drive, then what I offer is um, I'll offer to, in, in order to make it easier for them to to do the gig, I'll go and pick them up from the station. Um, I'll offer to put them up if I, you know, I. Ideally, I'd love to give them all hotels, but you know, financially it just doesn't always work. But I'll pick them up from the station. I'll take them to the gig. If they're staying at mine, I'll bring them to mine. Um, they'll stay and I'll take them back to the station again. And you do build up a bit of a... Um, uh, yeah, a rap or a relationship, yeah, yeah. Or, or you, it makes them feel at ease, and that's nice, you, and they, they do appreciate it.
1: You're very good at that. I, I, I am very mindful that I don't, I probably am the opposite end of the spectrum. I don't, I'm not saying one's right and one's wrong. Uh, if it, I mean, if, if anything, I'm probably saying you're probably more right than I am, but I'm just always very conscious that uh, they, these, these people, and this is probably me overthinking things, but um. If, they're gigging potentially, what, 100 nights a year, something like that, if you you look look at weekends and the days in and around weekends. And when they turn up to see me, and I'm thinking, they must get fed up if everybody wanted to be their best mates. You know, it's probably me overthinking yeah, yeah. it, but I think yeah. there's a bit of that, and, and and I see it happening because I I I drag comedians, I, I book comedians, and then I see how audience members or certain people that hang around us kind of want a want a bit of a piece of them. I can see that that could be sort of a little bit draining, but for some of them, I can I can see that they love it as well. So I'm always really weary. Um, I mean, I've had big acts where I have booked sort of telly acts. Afterwards, and and I've got their t- text number. It's always tempting to sort of send a text afterwards, and sort of hey, hey, will you be my friend, Mister Famous mm, yeah, Person? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, but you know, it's just I, I don't know. I can't no, do it. it's th- it nice when you get a text off them, and they say thanks very much for the gig and all the rest of it. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. And I don't want to hassle them. But you work them, at a slightly different level to me. I mean, I, there's a large crossover, okay. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. But what I'm t- what I'm trying to say is that the an act coming up for X amount of money, you know, the um, the tempt well it's not even a temptation, the, the advantage of having um being driven around, having a night's sleep, having a breakfast and then being driven yeah, to the station yeah, in the morning yeah, yeah. is actually appreciated, I think. And, yeah, I reckon know, it I reckon it, reckon it is. And and I think I have that, done it. that side of it works for them. And yeah. And so it's not a case of and actually the the acts I do I'm wary of the acts. There are some acts in the past I would not necessarily think are appropriate people to have staying in my house um, for all sorts of reasons so I'd get my hotel instead yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and but, for all uh, sorts of reasons just because of the slightly unpredictable nature of them and one of those people no I, I shouldn't say and I think you should definitely yeah, elaborate should on this <laughs> <laughs> no there are some that are better off in a hotel where it's someone else's responsibility
1: uh, well, there you go I'm going to move on to the next bit Kai go on so
0: you've got a list. I love the fact that you're organised the list. Yeah, well, I've got I, your list. I. I, I... You know, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't really say
1: whether I liked it or not. Well, I, I'm not I'm not looking for your approval, frankly. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I just know from going to the pub with you that just keeping you on track is a bit of a, a bit of a daily. So yeah. I figured if we had a list, we'd have some kind of format. Yeah. Because we need to not lose the will to live and so does the listener.
0: now, and you're one of the people that, that says to me, you know, are you going to let me finish? Just.
1: Uh, I, I, I I met an act uh, recently at a gig locally. And uh, and th- 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 this act was was uh, lamenting about another act who was emceeing, and did that thing sometimes that MCs can do, which is just before the headliner goes on, get a bit carried away, and whenever when the audience is um, knackered, uh, just about made it to the end of the night just ready for the headliner. What you don't need is uh, um, an MC banging on for about 25 minutes. So when the headliner goes, something comes on, they're commented out. They all need a piss. They all need a cigarette. And they're, they're moving around uncomfortably on the chair. And, it's the, and then yeah. the MC says, here's your headliner. Now, at that time, some of them are nodding off because they're old. But, um, yeah, a little story there. Did that but, happen at your gig? Um, no, it happened at yours. <laughs> <laughs> No, that
0: didn't
1: happen, no. that that <laughs> well, I my gig. That, that anecdote happened at your gig. Uh, 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 the, 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 somebody at your gig told me that. Yes, yeah, and yeah, I know yeah. who you're talking about. yeah. And the people involved. Oh, yeah, I yeah. thought you meant me then. Yeah, I thought yeah.
0: I don't have 25 minutes. But it's me.
1: funny though, when I first put on comedy gigs, I, I was never, I mean, that's a, such an easy thing really, like to tell EMC, don't bang on any more than a couple of minutes before yeah. the headliner goes up. Yeah. But like when I first put gigs on, I never did. And I had MCs that really thought the night was about them and they were completely... Yeah. They were funny. And I, as far as I was concerned, I was thinking, oh, they're doing really well. The but I, did, I, did, I didn't realise at the time, but you, you soon learned
0: Almost equally as bad, if not worse, is the ones that uh, do that at the start, maybe a little bit too much or, or whatever, bring on the headline act, but then do more after the headline act the Headline acts being on, and then they do a load, they, they try and do a load more material at the end. I don't know how I feel about I'm that, not, I'm, not, I'm less bothered about that. They don't need to save the show, you know. But in the same situation, uh, you know, as long as they're not ruining it, honestly, as long as they're not
1: ruining it, um, uh, that bit at the end, if you're going to engage the audience, that's a bit when you tell them about the next gig and your fans yeah, are yeah, coming, yeah. you big up the acts that have been on, but you tell them about the next gig and you, you use it as, no, as, as, as a promoter, as a point of sale. But you don't need loads more, and, and the other thing you do if if you've got particularly big headline act you 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 keep the audience sat on their chairs while he gets whilst the headliner gets the fuck out of dodge so he's not doing selfies for about half an hour outside
0: i'm not worried about that
1: well if they're doubling up for you you are oh yeah (laughs) yeah
0: yeah yeah. that's what you do yeah
1: yeah how does that format work for you
0: paul
1: what the doubling up pablo
0: um it's
1: it, it it's it's uh, an ongoing
0: sounds like a right old ass ache. It works every time, but Jesus. You constant you can't relax, can you?
1: You can't relax, but you can't relax anyway. I mean you you've written off your nerves, aren't you, for, for almost any gig anyway. At least I don't MC my nights anymore. And so that's one less thing to worry about. So all all you're doing is shifting people around, making sure that they're moving from A to B, uh and everybody's doing what they're meant to be doing. Traffic control. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean,
0: I, I think, yeah. I mean, it's a brave one, but the timings do work.
1: Yeah, but I. Well, I, I mean, I've got, I've got, I've got one coming up. For, for, for the listener, if the listener doesn't know what we're on about, um, I, I've been piloting a double up scenario where I've got one small theatre and another small theatre about forty minutes drive away, and some of the headliner does both gigs, and then some of the acts do both gigs. Um, The second gig starts about an hour and a half after the first gig and there's a 40 minute drive between the two and the second gig tends to go on over a longer period so it kind of can work out but what I'm trying just this Thursday is is having all of the acts double up at both of the gigs, I've not tried it before Um, so it's going to be a bit of a harem scaring. Thankfully, I say thankfully, I've sold fuck all tickets, so <laughs> getting people in and out at the break times is, is going to be fairly easy. Yeah, maybe yeah. they can
0: all get a selfie.
1: Yeah, well, maybe. Yeah, they've <laughs> probably got no time for a life story each, and then we can. But yeah, there you go. So anyway,
0: no, it's a nice format, and actually, it's helped me. You know, I, I think we doubled up one, but it is such a a panic because if you're if one gig starts. Too late then it 's going to have a knock on effect to the next gig um, it 's not too bad if they 're opening and closing, but you 've got the mid Does the middle also go and do the middle
1: no what i 've been doing is i 've had the the starter at the early gig do the middle at the next gig uh, oh, okay yeah. uh, and and then just do the, the the closer do both gigs and and i 've just limited it to to, to that. Uh, uh, just just to um, manage distress really and minimise the risk of things going wrong. But this Thursday I've got three acts all going from A to B on the same night. So the one thing that, that does take away, I mean, you're kind of going full circle about what we're saying, really sort of socialising and getting to know acts. Um, I'll be at the first gig on Thursday night and the acts that turn up, they're going to be fleeting sort of hellos and little chats and then they'll piss off to the other gig yeah. where I'm not at but, um so so you 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 haven't got the same vibe in the green room because they're sort of coming and going,
0: yeah, and you've also got your mind on everything else, yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah you you want so about... a slightly different relationship i mean i I tend to yeah, with my gigs, you know, small rooms, sixty eighty hundred people, um you do tend to sort of get to. Have a bit more contact with them, and they, and, and a chat. But a lot of the acts I book, I've, I know from from years. I mean, I've, I've been booking them for twenty years. Some of them, nearly. You know, some of them were the first first acts I ever booked, yeah. um, and they're still delivering twenty years later. It's incredible, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, look at this. I've just something caught my eye. Right in this piece, this is this is what you wrote. We identify a piece of whoremongery purveyed by someone else in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> We might choose not to name the perpetrator. We might further discuss the merits of the opinion.
1: Oh, this is opinion whoremongery.
0: How would you feel?
1: So, right? yeah, wh- you've got to make that clearer. You said not It isn't what? whoremongery, it's opinion whoremongery. So it's somebody who's. It, it's some, it's no, a, it
0: says whoremongery.
1: Oh, is it? Oh, right.
0: Purveyed by someone else, unless you've edited it. It's not opinion. Whore-
1: Look. Oh, well, it's meant to be opinion whoremongery.
0: Okay, well, I was just thinking that, um, you know, how would you feel, right? If if you did a gig or a series of gigs for somebody, right? Put yourself in the yeah, in right. the shoes of the yeah. uh, of the artist here. Um, you've been booked for a series of gigs, and your name's on the poster. And uh, it's a series of gigs around the country uh, with a series of very very good performers, of which you are one. Let's say, yeah. Um, hypothetically speaking, yep. And you've done these gigs. They haven't had particularly good turnout, but the terms of payment were 30 days. Yeah. Uh, And you've done these gigs, and now, because they haven't been quite so successful, the people who have booked you for these gigs have changed the terms to 90 days payment. How would you feel about that, Paul?
1: Uh, You're the artist. Oh Yeah, I wouldn't be working with them again. Mm, Okay. And I'd probably be making it known to anybody who cares to listen, that have been fucked over. Well, that's what's happening, yeah.
0: allegedly. Ah, OK.
1: Is that still happening? I mean, I, I thought, since the days of the... Uh, what was the old incarnation of uh, the Jugglers, I think it was called. Oh, I don't know what you mean. Yeah, well, I think everybody in industry knows that the now defunct version of the uh, comedy club that sounded a bit like jugglers. Yeah. But they they were renowned for not paying people and I think they went bust, didn't they, when the left a load, load of money? They on. did. Um
0: hasn't that brand been rebooted?
1: Yeah it has, yeah, it has been rebooted. So, which mm. wire haven't it?
0: they got a haven't they got a series of gigs going with some really good names around the country and uh Oh yeah, yeah they they have, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, wonder yeah. what their payment terms
1: are. Yeah. I, I think it was ninety days, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> no it wasn't. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh it was thirty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, okay. No, right. it
0: definitely wasn't.
1: I mean it's so well I say it's silly. I mean if you're gonna sort of overgear yourself that you you ca it's just such an easy win for me to pay people on a night. Yeah. I, and, and people seem so grateful for it. It's like, oh, all right, are just given me money on a night. It's like, well, why, yeah. the f- why the hell wouldn't I? You've given me the services. Yeah, absolutely. You, I'll, I'll
0: have done it within 24 hours if I haven't given them cash on the night. Yeah. And, and to be honest, gets it out of my way. You're not going to be able to avoid paying them. That's not even an option. Pay the fucking acts, even if yeah. it's out of your own pocket. Because if you've got it, pay them. If you haven't, why are you booking them? If you, If the money doesn't add up, stop. Stop yeah. because you know your, your audiences are paying for tickets where they they could probably be putting it in other people's more worthy pockets if you can't hold it together. Um, but look, um, yeah, thirty days. What yours? Mine, mine's like thirty hours. I I've started I've I'm started. a good guy. I, I've,
1: well, I give them. I, I took my kids to. Well, we used to take my kids to gigs when when they were more interested. My, my son said to me, he said, "I I, I, I talk to putting money in envelopes and passing envelopes around, and I still do it. I think it, it's, it's proper old school." And it a pocket money. No, no, no. I don't. Sorry, I'm not paying the kids, but my kids have seen me do this, and they always because kids. You know, I'm not sure they're dealing cash now, so they they see me in in green rooms, hand out a load of wallets to people, yeah. not wallets, uh, envelopes, yeah. And they, well, I think my son said to me, "Dad, that, that is so gangster." <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing, but yeah. It, it
1: didn't it didn't strike me as gangster. Yeah. Yeah, it struck me as kind of like. Cashing an envelope, civilizing, yeah well the the thing is with that, so so if you've got an open spot turning up and he's hanging out in the green room and he's holding his own in a green room, if you're giving somebody a watch with like two hundred and fifty quid in it, you don't stand there counting it out in front of everybody no, that's my so you, thing. you give him an envelope and you give the open spot an envelope, yeah. they've all got an envelope, but they're all on an equal footing.
0: Yeah. It's the right envelope, and some, some of them will insist on opening it and counting it in front of you, and it's like, you don't need to do that. Well, well actually, <laughs> that I, I have got it wrong accidentally before. Which oh, has been, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll easy. be counting it. So I will
1: encourage people to count it. Uh,
0: yeah, we're not in front of everyone. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've
0: got, have a look around the corner. Yeah, I've got 500 yeah. quid. What no. you want to lose losers? But I think yeah, some yeah. of them have been stung more than enough times. Yeah, yeah. of course they have, yeah. Yeah. Um, fortunately, you know, that's not me. Yeah, yeah, I've not done that. Yeah, so, yeah, 90 days, 30 days, whatever. As long as you get your money. But... Sh-
1: should we go back to the format?
0: That was part you, of the format, you, surely. It
1: was, yeah, but you jumped ahead. No, you, f- you jumped ahead. Like, there's oh, a God. bit here which we, well, uh, I've entitled Parking Like a Twat in London and Chedgrave. And,
0: uh, oh, this is going to travel well, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, well, everybody's got a parking like a twat page on their Facebook, they have. haven't they? So and, and Loddon and Chedgrave is where we live for the if for the yeah. look it up. Um for this section we go local and present the latest bit of news from Loddon and Chedgrave. This can be anything from a traffic diversion, a violent publican, or something that's kicked off on a local community page.
0: Okay. Oh I see sorry, and then it says opinion whores
1: Yes, well, that's the next section.
0: Okay. But you you, you jumped ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, go on, yes. Well, uh, I, 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 I
1: thought I haven't really... <laughs> for, for that bit, for this bit, I thought it would be quite nice, rather than sort of talking about the industry, just to sort of bring it back to local... It's, everything's
0: yeah, I mean, relatable the, isn't it? I mean, the, the, there are some hot spots where I get... I, I'm I'm one of those people that takes pictures of cars that are parked badly and puts them onto the. I'm like, there's one. I'll have that, yeah, yeah. And, and as long as there's a signal, I'll get it in there.
1: And you you put gigs on locally as well, so yeah. so you're you're sort of
0: known. Oh yeah, if I yeah, yeah. if I put a car on there, I usually put prize twat at the top of this. You know, I'll, I'll label it. Yeah, yeah, and, you know. Textbook twattery is one of my favourites. Yeah, you know, and it's a just a car parked outside the kebab shop, so, what, <laughs> and what, what, it's usually the delivery yeah. guy. But fuck him.
1: Yeah, people uh, get really incensed about cars parked outside the kebab shop, don't they? So, what's the latest bit of gossip then in the uh, London and the That's
0: the Angels open.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, the Angels open. Oh. They're doing a uh, um, they do artisan stuff, don't they? It's difficult to sort of think of the word artisan without also thinking of the word wanky.
0: <laughs> well, I wouldn't know,
1: but I hear it's very nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> just opened yesterday. Come on, give him a chance.
1: Well, actually, we shouldn't in for one, shouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, we, will. yeah we will. We
0: what is the beer like in there? Can this go? Um, well, it's they've got a range of beers. It's like it's a bit like a beer festival, really, on tap. Yeah, they've got a few. Is,
1: is it in like battles or is it in pump? Like, are they pulling it through like that? Oh, yeah. It's are, are proper, yeah, plastic yeah.
0: No, no, it's proper. Oh, it's whatever that. that is. Is it um, expensive? No, no, I, I had a lager beer in there and it was. Uh, no, actually, I, I only popped in, I went down to give them a card to say, congratulations on opening, etc., etc. Did you? Yeah, I did. I'm nice like that. I used to work with them when I was a teacher. I used to work with Karen. Oh, you know them. Yeah, I yeah. know them from that. Yeah. So, um, no, I'm really impressed with what they've done. It's amazing. Um, and they're doing it in the right way as well. You know, when you open a pub, what normally happens is people open pubs with restaurants and what have you, and um they try and do everything at once. So they've got the kitchen open with the chefs working, they've got the bar open with the drinks, they've got the um entertainment they're doing that as well and and, and everything they try and do at once and it rarely I think works straight away. What they've done with that place is nice. You know, they've had a cafe open. They started off doing just day trade. Uh, with the cafe from down the road with um Rosie Lee's they you know took took her in as a as their main provider of breakfast um and what have you and then they've opened up the bar now and what they're going to do is open up a smokehouse and an, and a and a probably they're going to end smoke up smokehouse yes yeah, smoke smoking what um smoke yeah. <laughs> not smoke like uh i think meats and fish and and cheese and stuff, like a smokehouse that's what you used to have there Really? Yeah, it used to be like a smokehouse. Not not like Amsterdam. Although that's probably, you know, at least you could be Yeah, it might smell nice. They they had a
1: smokehouse in Lower Stuff, but lot's Lowest, that's Lower Um but yeah. I've never actually sort of seen it in action, but I've heard that there was one. But that's so, a future plan.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all been sort yeah, of okay. it's really really clever. And I I, you know, it's the Angel Inn in London and Honestly, I I wish them all the best because they're doing it little bit by little bit. um, And I think that's the clever way to do it because they're not, you know, they're not trying to pay six people to run the place and cook for the place and whatever. They're not trying to do that right now. They're doing it themselves and they're taking it and then they'll expand, hopefully. Anyway, that's enough about that. Uh, But yeah, we'll go in for a pint later. The beer's all right. It was was £4.70 for a pint. That's not bad. Yeah. You can
1: live with that. Oh, we're going to have a look at a bit. I guess I was expecting a little bit more um local gossip. And, and ridicule of people in the local community. But well, that's, that's, no, that's, that's,
0: I, I don't know. Is there one there's a guy that, who's this guy? Um deals on wheels that I hear about. Have you heard about him? I've heard of this guy, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. he's a bloke Just, he's,
1: stop me and buy one.
0: He's literally got <laughs> he has no legs. He's in a wheel he's in a he's in a <laughs> zo- zooming Allegedly
1: wheelchair. allegedly he's got no legs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the no legs guy and they call him deal on wheels. I don't know why. Yeah, I'd yeah. like to find out. Yeah, yeah next yeah. time I see
1: him. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, uh, if we if we, if we do this format again, we'll probably have to give this some prior thought.
0: Promoters are very protective of what they do and don't often share a lot of what they do. But we're we're quite the opposite. Yeah, we sit down and chat about it and we and we, right. we have a very very we, interesting.
1: We, we do. We're in a weird situation because we we're in the same village and you don't normally get people living on top of each other separately have decided to sort of take that path, and, and then we've ended up being in the same place, more or less. So that's a bit of a weird one. Um I, I, I will, just to touch on that, what you were saying about sort of sharing with other promoters, happily we'll share with other promoters, and have done, and Intel and cross-communication up and down the land, from people that I used to gig with when I used to gig years ago, still makes weird predominantly talking online and whatnot, and you look out for people. If there's a new act, that's particularly good. You tell each other. If there's an act breaking through, you tell each other. And if there's an act being a bit of a pain, we tell each other. And there is a bit of a network. Um, Where there is a a lot of promoters in the same area, there there is the scope to sort of treading each other's toes. It does happen sometimes. And some people a little bit more got some people heavier with their toes and other people more sensitive to having their toes trod on. And some uh, people and, are just a
0: little bit gormless, aren't they? Just just do it kind of Well, yeah,
1: it's, it's a weird industry, isn't it? It's, 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 well, firstly, let's say that there is no sort of a guild of comedy promoters. It's not like you need an RICS bloody qualification to be a, a promotion or no i
0: could open a gig next door to your gig yeah, say, exactly you. it doesn't matter so
1: what i'm getting at is because it is like that um and you can't actually get thrown out for whatever reason uh, it does attract the odd bandit so you don't have to go to university and and there's more bandits in this industry than there is in others because it's a bit of a free-for-all that's that's my take on it really yeah. no, that's uh, but not everybody's like that um and it has the attraction of sort of dealing with people who are funny engaging and all the rest of it so it's it's a
0: and 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 most promoters will do their due diligence have a look see what's around contact other other promoters if it and and work either with them on dates it's like well sometimes it's like you can't stop me doing it therefore let's work on not clashing we're fine down here because we have a bit of space and a lot of venues. Um, I've got about six venues now, and you've got about three or four, haven't you? Um, but if you, if you look further in, into, into cities, um, you know, it can be quite saturated, where you, you, every pub wants a bit of comedy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: uh, if you're not in comedy, you, you would think, well, what's the problem? Because uh, pub, the, the, the king's head has got a band on, and then a few days later the pub down the road will have the same band on. There's no issue. Mm. That, like you put in a band on, and often the same band. It doesn't matter, mm. but with comedy, it doesn't quite work like that. If you've got a village where somebody puts comedy on, people aren't—they're going go to go go to that gig, and then they're not going to go to another one. Not in any any kind of number that numbers that makes it worthwhile.
0: No, and and also open mic nights um, on the doorstep of pro nights can can be a, an interesting. Um, edition can't it I mean it don't, they don't always do what you want comedy nights to do and I think yeah exactly it, I, I think
1: it pollutes people's idea of what a comedy night
0: is I, I love it, because... the open mic circuit I think it's great but I, I do think it you know I'm in danger of um, of of saying things which maybe it might upset some <laughs> other promoters but I do think that you know to run a good open mic night um, and there are a lot of them about, you know. Really, open mic nights are about. Oh, let's just get some entertainment for the landlord and their punters. Um, uh, have, have, you ever, have you ever run an open open mic night? Well, interestingly, I run it as a spectacle. So I've got an open mic night in January, which is called the Dirty Dozen, which is twelve acts. They yeah, all yeah, work, yeah. For, and they'll get a cash reward at the end. So that's, that's not, Yeah. If that's, I'm charging that's people not, for tickets, that's I, a once a year thing, and it's not quite the same thing. I think it could work more frequently, but I just like to make it a spectacle. So, yeah. you know, people pay their tickets, that pays for a prize money. You,
1: you can frame it. People know what they're letting themselves in for. And it's, so it's an a bit exciting it's like a gong night. show or whatever. Um, I used to, when I—it's like everything, you start off being rubbish, much like podcasts, right? As <laughs> so We're probably proven this one. But, like, when you run gigs, same as if you're a comedian, you start off being a comedian and you're a shit comedian. Eventually, you do it enough and you learn, if you're any good at it. You end up being a better comedian, mm. and then even perhaps a great comedian. But when you when you're a comedy promoter, you start off putting on shit gigs, and then you learn, and you, you put on better gigs. Well, the first gigs I used to put on, it seemed absolutely reasonable to me to put twelve acts on the same night, not vet them for quality. <laughs> um. I would MC and I. Uh, I wasn't a very good MC. I would charge the landlord about 250 quid for the trouble and no-one else had seen any money after this the I didn't see any wrong in there, that's yeah, all right. Yeah. But it was like two, lovely. I, I, I
0: mean, yeah, the 250 quid part sounds like a magic number, but... Personally, I couldn't do that. I just could, I can't.
1: I, I couldn't do it. now. I'm too
0: conscious of. of, of I mean, what it was. I, was
1: I, I mean, I saw other people do it, and I just copied them. And I thought, yeah. I thought that's how you did it, and uh, um, it was awful.
0: Well, I used to. My... It's,
1: I'd say it was awful, but I said that someone else acts that worked
0: with us then and now pro acts and promoters. Well, my very first ever gig that I did back in oh, 20 years ago. Well, at least that. Um, was at a pub in Bristol called The uh, Bunch of Grapes, and it was run by um, Mark Ulver. Uh And I don't know if you know Mark Olver; He's now producing, um producer of comedy for BBC now, but he still is a, uh, uh, an amazing warm-up act and, and so on. Anyway, he ran this gig in the pub next to the Hippodrome in Bristol, and it was called The Bunch of Grapes. It's now called Smoke and Mirrors, right. if you ever come across it, and um, they've converted it. But that was my very first ever open mic spot. And on that night was Will Hodgson, who's an amazing act. Um, there was a guy called Eric Much and uh, the format they had was a few open mic spots, but then they'd have uh, another act at the end, and they were paying Russell Howard about probably about 30 quid to come and do some new material yeah, at the yeah. time and that was the format it was like paying an act to just top it off
1: that that is the magic of it isn't it because you never know who you're talking to and who they could yeah. be in a few years yeah. time i mean i mean i've had similar stories but not not quite russell howard because well, he's that was... he's 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 an arena comic, isn't he? And uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean that that's and but that's where they all started out, and and that's why I think the open mic circuit is amazing, um, and it has its uh, has its place, but it can also mix with with paid nights, you know, with with pro nights. Um, but he would, yeah. I mean, he went on and on and on. Yeah. Um, I think they still do it. How do you think we've done? I think we've done all right. I, I've, I've got one eye on the
1: clock. Um, well, yeah, I'm, you've I'm, got to go and walk the dog, haven't you? Well, I, don't have to, I need to feed the dog. And uh, we probably need... To get, for the listener, we're going to watch... Uh, you, you'll know the outcome if you listen to this afterwards, but we're going to watch England against... Um, who we play in? France? France. In the, in, in the controversial no. World Cup. That's the one thing I was going to say. I've got I'm to get, not I've, I've big footy fan. This is related to comedy. And um, the, the bit about opinion whores... Earlier on, so there's a section that we haven't really done Did yet. Did I get that wrong? I, I, I forgot to write the word opinion in a bit. So no, it's, I've
0: looked. It, it is there. It I is
1: there. Ah, it? It. Oh, OK. So so there's a section um, where we take somebody who's been spabbing off on social media about something or other in the week, and then we could discuss it. There's, there's often little sort of controversies that bubble up in the comedy industry. The one for me over the last couple of weeks is getting fucking lectured by comedians who're telling me I shouldn't be watching the World Cup. Now that has been driving me crackers. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and the people saying, oh, yeah, you, you, you Qatar. should. Qatar? Yeah, Qatar, they do bad things. Well, you know. <laughs> d- yes, they do, but I just want to watch football. <laughs> yeah. You know? And and it's oh, I mean, my timeline on my social media is it with comedians. But f- thankfully, lots of normal people on there who really could not give a tiny shite about the comedians' opinions. Mm. And, and thankfully, they're, they're, it's, it's like a breath of fresh air. But there's something about comedians who just want to give their opinions and ram them down your throat and be really virtuous. Yeah. And, and it's particularly got to me this week because of Qatar. And I know they're not very nice you know, they're not run by nice people, but then again, most countries aren't run by nice people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to watch the football guy.
0: Okay. Um, I'm not a big footy fan. No, You'll probably I don't notice that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's,
1: that's fine. Yeah, uh, I don't judge people whether or not they like football or not. I mean, that's it, if they if they don't like dogs, that's a big issue for me. I always find. No, I've got a dog. Yeah, no, no, noticed But people don't like dogs. I always find that's a bit of a, a bit of a red flag. Well, no, it's, I didn't. I didn't it's, used it's, to it's, like dogs. It's, it's not necessarily. Well, see, that sounds making making sense now. But any, <laughs> it's 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 not a slam dunk if they don't like dogs. It's just a red flag. You think, okay, right, okay. Well, speaking of dogs, should we should we should we wrap it up and go and feed the dog and go and watch some football?
0: Yeah. yeah, what's the time?
1: It's a uh, quarter to six.
0: I think that's all right. Suddenly,
1: everything seems to be falling. We got another my thoughts, keep me spinning around. I look for the asses, but solutions just can't be found. I feel like i got to run, change myself, change my
0: town. Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at Patreon.com slash promotermouths.